to a brand new episode of Formula Pod with Arjun Mihir and Jason. And like, yeah, today we don't have races to talk about, but like, yeah, being it's summer, we were like, we will not go off. We kind of have to move on because we are still a starter podcast at the end yeah. of the day. Um, but like, yeah, welcome Mihir and Jason to the show. Wow, we're cool. <laughs> I feel so good coming back. <laughs> Even though this was done last week. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. All the energy started coming out from somewhere. Yeah, That's especially good. this new studio. It's pretty sick. Like yeah. over here. You have to give them a shout out. We have like to give we, them a shout out. Mm-hmm. Definitely, we have to give a shout out. So shout out to guys at Podcast Hub here at Business Bay. Um, like it's an amazing setup. But like, yeah, today Mihir made it a point to bring... Um, uh, his what do you call that thing? I don't know. I don't want to kind of uh, ruin the name of it. Uh, hey, it's a wobblehead. Lewis Hamilton wobblehead. I have opened it. I just want to put it on Jason's face because Fidel doesn't have one. <laughs> but uh, yeah, so this is the. Uh, they only have a few pieces, and uh, I'm gonna preserve this. And right after Lewis retires, uh-huh. I'm gonna sell it off for a higher price because they'll stop producing this. Yeah, so uh, yeah, and also got this cap because why not? My whole room is filled with like Mercedes, Lewis Hamilton. So yeah, do you ever want to have a room tour? Just hit me up on Instagram and night over, night over. No, are you like transporting your room all the way from Dubai to UK? Is that the case? Yeah, gradually. Yeah, my room is not that big. I mean, it's a studio apartment I'm staying in, but wherever I can fit something Mercedes, I absolutely will. Yeah, and then we have one. What do you call disgusting guy over here who wore a Ronaldo t-shirt to come for recording? Like, I'm a, bro, I'm a Ronaldo fan till I die. Everyone knows this. Unless I, Ronaldo, you are Ronaldo but, but for, I'm also a for fan, fan. But like, like, bro, you come for a Formula One podcast. You wear like football jersey and come in. No, like, <laughs> look at me. Look it, at him. It, oh, no, it, it not helps. today. But like, you right no, now. No, but I bought my prop. Normally, yeah. yeah. So. But, but it helps me to save the embarrassment of Ferrari. If I wear a Ferrari shirt outside, especially in this area. People are gonna look at me and taunt me. No, they're not. Uh. They're gonna be like, "Wow, he's a Formula One fan." <laughs> exactly. They're gonna be like, they're the, be like "Oh, that's t- okay." First of all, right? No joke. <laughs> Whenever I go and talk about, "Oh yeah, I watch Formula One." Oh yeah, I think Ferrari is doing the best. I was like, "You think so?" But it's not true. I'm telling you for a fact that that's not true. But I guess no. I think Jason's is thinking ahead. Like he, he has to play football after this, right? Exactly. Yeah. So that's why he's like, I'm not going to do so much on laundry. Yeah. I'm just going to wear this and just play football and come back home. Have some yeah, you can't wear Ferrari and have go for football, Monday right? Have some Monday slash biryani for the <laughs> All that carbs. Anyways, anyways. So while we come to our main business, yeah. which is our podcast and about everything about Formula One, we'll kick it off today with all about the rumors of what... Uh, is going on around Carlos Sainz. Is he leaving Ferrari? So apparently there are rumors that Carlos Sainz is bound to leave Ferrari to join Audi Sauber. So as you know, currently it's known as the Alfa Romeo Sauber, which is basically the Sauber team. And by the end of this year, um, Alfa Romeo will not have the name anymore on on Sauber cars. Instead, it is, again, rumored to go to Haas. Which I don't know how much truth is there, but then this one also, it is speculations are there, but a lot of people say it will be a done deal because of how Carlos Sainz's dad, Carlos Sainz Sr., has got really good relations in Audi. So apparently during the Dakar rally or what's known as 
I don't know whether it's called endurance championship. Endurance championship. Yeah, so Lamens, right? Huh? Is it Lamens? No, 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 no. These these are the ones, the, the off-road ones. The rally ones. Oh, the rally yeah, ones. Yeah, yeah. The yeah. World Rally Championship. World, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So uh, in World Rally Championship, Carlos Sainz is that Carlos Sainz Senior um, drives for an Audi powered four by four. I'm just saying Audi's everywhere. Audi's everywhere except for Formula One. And now they're gonna come well, here. Well, obviously oh, now like, they are. Uh, eventually they are coming. But like in. other than Formula One, they're now that I'm thinking about it, BMW is is also everywhere. And Toyota. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Even Hyundai, as a matter of fact. Hyundai is not there in it's not there. not everywhere, but no, it's, it's not the most it's popular Formula places. E. Oh, how in Formula E? No. Let me check. I don't think so. Let me check. I don't think. I know Mahindra is there, but <laughs> Mahindra is there. I mean, why not? Mahindra is there. Nissan is there. Jaguar is there. Jaguar is there. I assume Porsche would be there. Yeah, Porsche is there. Porsche, yeah. of course. Porsche the, okay, enough about that. I don't want to no, talk see, about Porsche. Uh, see, th- th- that was the thing, right? So last year it was all speculated that Porsche and uh, Red Bull will kind of join hands. But then towards the end, what happened? Ford came into place. And I'm like, eh, what is the thing now? Ford. Like it's 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 more of like Ford sold the Jaguar team to Red Bull, and now they are coming back to claim it. You know, it's like how these Air Indias got kind of uh, sold off to the government, and now they are bought back by yeah. Tata's. Yeah. It's the exact same thing. <laughs> True. But like, yeah. Uh, the, speaking about this thing, uh, being a Ferrari fan, Jason, this question is directly directed I know, to you. Pinpointed I know, even before the session. How? Do you like what, what's your reaction if Carlos Sainz leaves Ferrari? Because at the moment, compared to Charles Leclerc, Carlos Sainz is the one who is actually getting some points and managed to bring Ferrari into fourth. So, so when is this gonna happen, or when will the contract take place if it does happen? With if season? it does happen, Audi officially <coughs> enters Formula One in 2026, mm-hmm. 2026 after so. the new regulations come in. So, that's into. almost two years more, exactly. I think Carlos has a lot of time to decide on what he wants to do. But we don't... Which, which is... Ferrari aren't doing great right now. They're mm-hmm. okay. They're mid-table. They're average. Uh, uh, they're, they're actually average, which is why I'm saying they're average. Uh, so he has two years to decide if he wants to continue here or if he wants to move to Audi. Audi's a new team. They'll come fresh. Everything will be fresh except their engineers and their principal most probably. So he has that two years of space to decide... Do I want to stay here in this team or do I want to move? Are there changes happening or do I move now? Okay, I got to, I have a very different uh, statement over here. Ari is not going to have a new team principal. It's going to have um, the ex-McLaren team principal, uh, uh, Andreas Seidel. He has now taken over the role of CEO uh, with the Sauber team. Okay. Okay. So now with the Audi Sauber deal, it's going to be like he... He is supposed to be the team principal for that team because he used to work with Audi and Porsche. So they both being under the same, um, what do you call, parent company, they know they kind of got this, got his services before. So I potentially see he being the team principal because at the moment, Audi is on all the tests in order to get the engines kind of run up or like run up. So I... Potentially, because at first we all thought Sebastian Vettel would come up being the German driver in the German team. Mm-hmm. Like, because I, I was like, okay, that's going to be like amazing being Seb coming back to Formula One, cleaner Formula One. Like, yeah, cleaner Formula One. We Did he it. shut out the idea? 
Huh? Did he shut out the idea? No, right? He didn't comment about it at all. Okay. So there's hope. There is hope, but then there is also another thing where like he is bound to go into an administrative role in for within Formula One itself. More of like the chief sustainability officer style stuff. Yeah. So so let's have a look how it goes. Potentially. And didn't uh, Carlos Sainz and the McLaren ex principal work together before? Yes. So then that would also be a great partnership. Over that there. would be a partnership because at first it was speculated that it's going to be Lando Norris. Mm-hmm. Because Lando Norris and Andrea Seidel has really good relationship. Because uh, I remember when Fernando Alonso was um, basically decided to leave Formula One, Lando Norris came into place and Lando Norris kind of grew in McLaren during the time when Andrea Seidel was the team principal. Uh, yeah, so potentially we thought it was Lando Norris and S- Sebastian Vettel, but then <coughs> twist, twist, twist. Imagine they get Lando and Sainz. Lando and Sainz. I don't know. Zach Brown will be sad. Yeah, but I you know, actually but have no. Co- see, I'll coming back to the question, right? Because yeah. obviously I will answer the question. <clears throat> um, I think Carlos should leave out uh, Ferrari and come to Audi. And the reason why I make that bold statement is because he's the second driver for Ferrari. I take it or leave it. Charles Leclerc is... Everyone knows Charles Leclerc now. Like, oh, yeah. Like, oh, every girl I talk to... Do you watch Formula 1? Yeah, I love Ferrari. Why? Charles Leclerc. But there's no like... Oh, yeah, they, a few people do know Carlos Sainz. Okay. But uh, obviously, coming to like speed and racing and how they uh-huh. race, I think... Both of them are absolutely amazing drivers, but I think Charles is just slightly better at what he's doing. And uh, I think if Carlos leaves and goes to Audi, he will be the face of Audi. Unless something happens and he's not performing as well, or the car's not performing as well, then that's a different case. But I think he should. It's a good change. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he has been, you know, he was in McLaren. And then even a Ferrari. Um, like, I think he has got a lot of changes because he was a Red Bull Junior driver. Then he went into Toro Rosso. Yeah. From Toro Rosso, he went to McLaren. McLaren. From McLaren to Ferrari. Ferrari. And now from Ferrari, if he goes to Audi, that's like that's like how uh, who Fernando Alonso kind of moved in team by team. Because but, he went from um, from from Randy. Renati? Yeah. Yeah. From there, he shifted to... Uh, Renault, and then from Renault he went to um, say uh, before Ferrari he went into uh, McLaren, right? Yeah, yeah, he went into McLaren, McLaren. which was again a Mercedes engine, um, and then going into Ferrari, then again taking a break, then after going again to uh, Renault and then McLaren, and now with Aston Martin. So he's got so much change, but then a driver which is quite young as Carlos Sainz. But you I, know, don't, I don't think there is any driver who kind of had that much amount of changes. Because but, Max Verstappen, still Red Bull. Okay. Dan so, Ricardo, potential. So I'm so, so, yeah. I'm so sorry, Jason. Go I'm, I'm going to cut you off here. But um, I think if he's ready to take up that challenge of going into a new team, so be it. Mm-hmm. Right? Uh, new challenges make a new person. True. Right? And I think... If he does go to Audi, he would he, he would not only be a driver, he's going to be a mentor there. Because everyone there is new. Yes, they're ex, 
you know, their expositions of McLaren and whoever. Mm-hmm. But being in that sport, Audi as a team has never done anything like this. This is where Audi pushes its limits to speed mm-hmm. and uh, sp- speed, endurance, budgeting, you know, and uh, I mean, I'm a, I, I was a big Audi fan and still I am. I used to drive an Audi. So if Audi does come, <laughs> I might just split 50-50 with Mercedes and Audi. I'm not going to lie. German But teams are going to come into long German hands te- right now. I, okay, once I wish for three things in Formula mm-hmm. One. And all of you have to say this as well, right? So I'm going to tell my three go on, go on. He's going to beat us up if not. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to punch you guys. Uh, one, I want an Indian driver to be in the Formula One grid. Okay. I, I, I don't care if it's in Red Bull, any team. I just want to see the Indian flag up there. That's one. Mm-hmm. Number two, I want, obviously, Audi, Porsche. I wanted Porsche to come in the grid as well. But obviously, that, that's not happening. Uh, but I hope it does soon. Okay. And number three, as much as I kind of, I'm not comfortable with this, but personally, because I know how India is, but I want a Grand Prix in, in India. India. I know how India is and like, it, it's really well. It's like when it comes to cricket, any of the sport, they're very well. But there's some type of like, rules and regulations that Indians need to follow, like the safety procedures and stuff. And to be honest, The F1 crowd in India is growing per day. Yeah. Of course. You know, you're saying F1. Uh, <coughs> MotoGP mm-hmm. is happening in India. Yeah, I know. If MotoGP can happen, why not Formula One? Mm. At some and point. Like, yeah, being, like, us being us, all three of us being Indians, like, yeah, definitely. But at some uh, point. In race in India is fantastic. At some point in history, there used to be races in India, right? Yeah. Yeah, there was a race. So Sebastian yeah. Rattle was always the winner over there. Yeah. Okay. And he, he actually said this, quote unquote. He said the Indian Grand Prix is one of the best Grand Prix he's ever driven in. Because of the track layout. Because of the track layout. It's called the... What is, it's called the Bodh International yeah. Circuit. It's in Uttar Pradesh. Uttar Pradesh, yeah. I think so, it's still as it is, right? Yeah, it is. Google it's, Maps, it's, it's, it's still as it is. It's still an yeah. FIA grade one track. Yeah. Do you see yeah. dogs running around there now? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Actually, man. Yeah, dogs on wheels. <laughs> and there's, there's dogs and like there's cows in the pit lane. Just go, go, go. <laughs> move, <No>. move. <laughs> okay, okay, bro. That's becoming boring and offensive. Um, but like, yeah, uh, moving off from this entire thing. Uh-huh. We have to now predict, not predict, our verdict on the worst driver in the season. I'm not going first. <laughs> I'm not going first either. Arjun, Arjun. you open it up. <laughs> you have to start off. Performance up. anxiety. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, so I would say the worst driver. Um, I have to say this, Lance Stroll. Lance Stroll. I'll tell you why. Because he's got a, like a really, really great car. Like AMR 23 is not that bad of a car. It's still a good car. It still has all the abilities to fight. Okay. It has that even Toto Wolf himself has told to kind of, at the moment, to kind of manage to be second place. The team is, all, is, is always in threat with Aston Martin, McLaren, Ferraris and all those Um, but Lance Stroll, he's not delivering what is expected of him. Like, I feel 
okay, uh, to a good amount of time, he, he managed to get in thanks to his daddy, daddy's money. Yeah. Um, but at a point, it's just that, okay, this guy needs to kind of show. If he cannot show, he needs to kind of give way for someone else who's even more talented. Because Formula One seats are, to be very honest, it is such a hard task to manage to get into a seat in Formula One. A lot of drivers where came in, went out, still there. So it's not it's not an easy task. Mm -hmm. Like everyone will agree with me over here. But then with him with all the money, daddy's money and sponsorship business and all those, even though I think he hasn't managed to get a podium. No, he did he did. With, with, with an Aston Martin? Uh, not with Aston Martin, but with the Force with, Force India, with the, the with the Willi- uh, with Williams he did. Yeah, Williams he did. With Williams, with no, Force but, India, but with he the pink, with the pink Mercedes. Yeah, yeah with the pink did. Mercedes he, yeah, did. he did. But then we're talking about Aston Martin. That's yeah, like Martin. a completely rebooted car yeah. now. Yeah. If Fernando Alonso can get it, why not Lance Stroll? <clears throat> mm-hmm. Because the car is mighty fast. Like first couple of races, Aston Martin was flying. That was the only car which could fight the Red Bulls but then after point like yeah performance degradation started coming up um, but like yeah I feel Lance Stroll is the worst driver according to me you guys I'm gonna let you go next okay uh, I had a very hard thought about this um, I don't dislike any driver uh, obviously every I think all the drivers have some type of barrier in their racing career Mm-hmm. For example, maybe their cars are comfortable with them, or they're not comfortable with the team or the car, or um, budgeting, or the team's not doing well. But I think Logan... Logan Sargent? Yeah. I think he's... I don't think he's a very good driver. Um, the way he speaks as well, I've heard his interviews and, you know, post-interviews. <clears throat> he's okay. I mean, he's uh, he's trying his best. I'm not saying he's doing the worst. <laughs> Uh, I think every driver is giving the 100%, but I think uh, his teammate <laughs> is doing slightly more better than him. Obviously, he's... I'll not say slightly. That's too less. <laughs> I know. I'm just trying to be nice with him. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I guess he's new. Um, he's still... He's in his baby shoes, I guess. So... True. I'm not going to push it too much, but yeah, I think he could do better. But yeah, I, I haven't seen his performance because I don't really, I'll be honest, I don't focus on every driver on the grid. I focus on a few, top seven. Lewis being obviously number one and then Max, surprisingly. Yeah. We and have, I'm, I have to, I think don't, to touch, don't touch my bobblehead Ferrari fan. <laughs> I'll have to <laughs> wash this with some some water. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. go on. There's no worse driver, but the team that could be doing better is Haas. Both of their to drivers. To do better? Yeah, both of their drivers. Because Hulkenberg and Magnussen. Okay. That's, that's just my opinion. Now, I know you're going to say Ferrari. I'm not going to say Ferrari. Don't but, worry. But also, like, these guys have a decent car. And okay. it could end up somewhere. They could end up at least 8th to 10th. But they're not doing that as well. Haas. Yeah, Haas. Haas. Yeah. <laughs> I got to disagree to this. Why? See, I'll tell you this. Haas, after Nico Halkenberg joined Haas, Haas got some idea of where to go. He's got such an experienced driver and Haas actually managed to at least not be on the bottom. Yeah, so, so my point... You know, like, Haas is like the top eight 
it's the eight it's it's the eight team which has got 11 points equaled with williams okay so there is improvement last year has like literally at zero so so all i'm saying is that with the experience they have that they could do a bit better job on there or more okay. consistency yeah. i mean if yeah. that's what you see yeah yeah because there's there's no worst driver on the track true but there's always room for improvement and i believe that i kind of i kind of agree with you on this Thank you. Because yeah. no, I kind of do. Because <laughs> the reason why, because I'll, I'll support your comment and I'll say that Kevin was such a hot-headed guy, a hot-headed dr- driver. Uh, he wasn't like Calm. he always. Show, you you have seen the last year, right? Like yeah. last year, he threw his gloves and he has anger management issues and he he closed the door and Gunther just slammed it on his face. Like, yeah, I don't want to see you anymore. If you have watched Strive to Survive, <laughs> you would basically see all these scenes in that when Gunther was having big ass problem with this now. Yeah, so then uh, when obviously when the Russia war happened with Ukraine, um, they had to pull out Nikita. And uh, then he came up like a, you know, like a- Viking. Yeah, like yeah, I, I'm available. And then he came and then after, um, after he got his podium last year, was it last year? Yeah, at uh, Interlagos. Yeah, when he got his podium, where he got his wife pregnant as well, because he <laughs> got that happy. <laughs> <laughs> so he won, he won more than a podium that day, but anyway. Uh, yeah, and then I think he really came around and he's, he's calm now, so... I get it. He's improving. Haas yeah. is improving. Haas but, is improving. But you also see the budgeting, like they're... Uh, if I had a team uh, and I've had to sponsor Haas, if okay, if I had a budget, okay, I'll just put my name on Haas, but not for the right reasons. Uh, but like, yeah, see, if you say hot-headed and all those, in that one to improve is Yuki Sonoda. <laughs> my God, every race he manages to swear. Literally, he manages to swear. And like he himself in his F2, uh, I saw this video. Uh, recently on Instagram where uh, Yuki is in his F2 uh, race suit and like a bit about me I might be swearing a bit too much and then all his F1 clips of where he's <laughs> swearing like that, that guy I don't know he's he needs to be I think it's a, I think it's really, an Asian really, thing just to like swear <laughs> <laughs> when I'm driving as well and someone cuts me off I'm like yo what's up <laughs> but I, so a funny story about Yuki so everyone was asked what's their dream Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I did see that video. And then uh, everyone was like, oh yeah, Formula 1 champion, Formula 1 champion. Uh, I think someone said, just stay with my family this year. I don't know, how is that a dream? But yeah. And then Yuki says, oh, open a Chinese uh, restaurant in New York. Chinese? <laughs> yeah. A Japanese. Japanese. Japanese? Oh, my <laughs> bad. Chinese. My bad, my bad. So he said, oh, That'd I want to open a... horror uh, here. <laughs> uh, I want to open a Japanese restaurant in New York. And I was like, damn. That's a dream. <laughs> cool one. <laughs> I die laughing. I die laughing. I, I was know, like, right? this guy. No, like, see, that's he's that's on his side thing. hustle. Like, know, okay, <laughs> that guy has got his own set of cute factors. I would say. Yeah. Uh, but then, like, yeah, there is at the end of the day, we need to also talk. We also have to kind of delve into the how I would say the personality of the driver. Yeah. Because the driver should be calm. Like, yeah, they, they are allowed to be frustrated, mm-hmm. but they got to be calm. I think in this also, George Russell. He shows aggressiveness in the right way. He talks in the right way. 
he man he's managing his anger very very well he's taking gaps wherever he can in the races he's making the right decisions mm-hmm. he, so i uh, what i think is lewis is good he's amazing at what he's obviously he's the number one driver in the world of course in everyone's eyes um but lewis is also doing this thing where he has to do it cuz you know he's uh, he's the only black guy on the grid true which is an amazing thing to do mm-hmm. and i want one brown guy to be there as well <laughs> an indian guy mm-hmm. but uh, honestly so, i think lewis has to do it cuz he's such a superstar in the formula 1 grid that he has to be like oh we still rise make the twitters and do all the photo shoots like and like no see at the end of promotions. the day it's not only about the performance it's also about the brand yeah so lewis hamilton himself is a, is brand. a brand yeah i mean lewis hamilton has a contract with police do you know the brand police yeah the he has his brand. own like line of i know like, watches sunglasses and there's also plus 44 i don't know if you heard about yeah, this yeah mission 44 plus 44, 44 yeah his uh, all these fashion old- yeah and he's even got like a wrc um, team x44 x44 yeah so all these like he he himself is a brand to be treated yeah but speaking about brands uh we got to talk about alfatori yeah like it's claimed that alfatori is in talks like red bull who is basically the decision maker for alfatori is in talks with hugo boss and orlean so hugo boss you know what hugo boss is the fashion label and orlean is basically an oil company which is being owned by uh saudi armco who are basically the, are the sponsors of um <laughs> aston martin so apparently it's said that uh, as we all know that the alfatori name is going to kind of disappear mm-hmm. and um now it's speculated that it's going to be named hugo boss bulls racing I don't think I disagree with that. I don't want that to happen. Alfatari is a luxury brand. Yeah, it's a brand anyway. No, so it's how it's going to work is there's pretend I don't know whether this is uh, this is what I heard. Uh, Hugo Boss will acquire Alfatari. No, I get that, but why? Why not? See, for I'll tell you this, the amount of brands which have joined Formula 1 in the past few years is just astronomical. So so Hugo Boss should partner up with AlphaTauri not buy out the team. They're not buying out they're buying title yeah. the title ownership. Like yeah, how Mercedes could, got yeah, Mercedes AMG Petronas Formula 1 team. Though the brand Petronas is there in the team. For Alfa Romeo it's Alfa Alfa Romeo stake Formula 1 team. So it's just like that where it's just going to be named Hugo Boss Bulls for a uh, racing team instead of Scuderia AlphaTauri. That sounds more classy. Scuderia see I I really wished if it goes back to Scuderia Toro Rosso. I should like that more. What do you mm-hmm. think Jason? Scuderia like Toro Rosso is, Toro is because good. that yeah. that turns me on kind of. <laughs> <laughs> no, like see, that team was basically where Sebastian Vettel kind of flourished so well. Like the first time you see the Red Bull Junior team beating the Red Bull car. Yeah. So if if it's Scuderia uh, Toro Rosso, I would be really happy. Yeah, that's not going to happen though, is it? That's pretend we're that the chances that. are way too low. Yeah, we're past that, but no, I don't think so. Who go boss whatever bulls racing that? Nah. No way. I so no, it's like, like you know it's it's like how Red Bull who? is called 
Oracle Red Bull Racing. Yeah, but that's fine. That's still okay. Nobody says Oracle Red Bull. Exactly. Everyone says Red Bull. Everyone says Red Bull Racing, but then and and still official uh, by official yeah, tags, yeah. it's different. Toro Rosso or Alpha Tauri will be called that by the fans, so they can buy the title, but no one's gonna buy stuff from them. I think they should just have a big branding of Hugo Boss on the car if that's what they want. Yeah, do that. Get or like a huge Hugo Boss. I'm a big Hugo Boss like. Buyer, like I love Hugo Boss. I've yeah, you're, wear, you're wearing one at I'm the wearing I one. I have like, I'm like, it's cover that off with a cushion. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Nazar. But uh, no, honestly, I love Hugo Boss, and I loved when it partnered with Mercedes. Mm-hmm. Oh, really? Oh no, no, sorry, it was McLaren. Sorry, it was McLaren. Okay. They had a very small. Yeah, yeah, the the, the old McLaren. The old McLaren. I love that. I love their partnership. It was so like, and I haven't seen any other brand like a clothing brand. On a car, not not that I know of. Interesting. Have you seen any? Obviously, I'm looking at a shirt and I can't see <laughs> any. I see the IWC, but that's a IWC. That's a watch. That's that's kind of there with everything. With the, what Williams having Belmont, uh, what do you call Ferrari having Hublot? Ha- Ferrari having Hublot and Richard Mill. No, uh, Richard Mill's with Ferrari. Yeah, yeah. Fer- Richard Mill is there in Ferrari as well as uh, McLaren. And Ray Ban is with Ferrari as well. Ray Ban, yeah, of yeah. course. And you got what you call tag hero with Red Bull. Yeah. So. So I think they should just keep it like that, but they shouldn't have their name. You know, see, title sponsorship, they pay money for a set reason. Because Formula One, like we all have said this, Formula One is becoming a commercial sport. Yeah, absolutely. And like, as I said, the number of brands coming into the, uh, into the paddock is shot up. Yeah. Like we saw a lot of things. What Qatar Airways became the official sponsor of Formula One, the official airline partner. They just like Emirates didn't kind of renew the contract, and they got what three races title under their name. Yeah. And in that one one race, I really don't under understand Qatar Airways Qatar Grand Prix. Like how much times you gotta emphasize the name Qatar on that? It's Qatar is the pinnacle of luxury. Yeah, true. Qatar Airways, shout out, you want free tickets? <laughs> oh, yeah, please. Some some nice tickets to the Qatar Grand Prix would be amazing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but like, yeah, this is what, uh, what I was asking is that, is it fine for teams to kind of just switch their identities all of a sudden? Like, for example, with Audi, it's not that Audi is all of a sudden changing. It's a gradual change, like Audi Sauber. And potentially, I don't know, it might be called as Audi Sport. Because Audi Sport is the racing line. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking about this. Um, I need some more time to think. Jason, what do you think? I don't think they should be changing their identities. Their identities should still be the same. Do you want to add a name to it? Yeah, sure. But then changing that whole thing to Hugo Boss Bulls Racing. That's what bullshit is that? <laughs> Do I make sense here or no? Yeah, yeah you do. Because it's, it's something completely different. Then it's purely commercial and, and not for the fans. Or if they have any proper fans, then they're going to wonder what the hell is, what the hell are they doing? I'm just thinking who's uh, AlphaTauri's fans in the first place. <laughs> okay, so <laughs> I'm very neutral about this. I'm thinking good and bad in this. Good, okay. I'll start with good. Good being, it could be a great marketing strategy. Of, of course. Why? Like, People disliking would give them more marketing. It's like the BMW nose thing. People hate the BMW, the new low, 
uh, nose design. Yeah, it's yeah, huge. Yeah. But it the started to grow on people. Yeah. Lots of people are like, oh yeah, that's that's what a BMW is. People used to hate it. But BMW is like, nah, you're going to like it. And I hated it. Two years later, I bought it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so I was like, damn, okay. That's the prime that's, example that's, of marketing. Yeah, yeah. So I bought it because I was like, damn, like, it's growing on to me now. I don't mind it. So changes does hurt to your eyes and mind because your your brain is so used to that, which is fine. So this could be a good thing. It could be a bad thing. But obviously, they can't change Ferrari or Red, Red Bull maybe. But I don't think they will. But like Ferrari, Red Bull, there is no way they'll okay, yeah, touch. Okay, so I changed my phrase. Un- unless and until Helmut Marco is alive, then the name no. doesn't change. So I'll tell you this, right? Mercedes, Ferrari, Red Bull, McLaren will not change their identities. The rest might have a potential, like they might have a potential to change their branding. For example, Hugo Boss Bulls. It's ridiculous to me, but it will grow on me. That's how. That's how it is. That's like how Aston Martin Armco. When I saw good. the W uh, the BWT car change to Austin Aston Martin, my eyes were like, yeah, from that pink to green, green to British green, and I was like, wait, what's happening? And then I was then I'm used to now. If I see a pink car, I'll be like, ah, the good Alpine. old the good old days. <laughs> <laughs> No, but they're like uh, the first three races of the season, it's always um, a pink Alpine which drives. Mm. So the pink color is not gone yet. It's still there because it's the partnership no, the, the, with the BWT. pink is there for the reason of spreading awareness. Yeah, but then it's not just spreading awareness. Come on, bro. It's marketing. It's again. W- w- like, anyways, coming back, we're talking a lot of corporate bullshit over here. Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, the listeners. <laughs> exactly. Speaking about Alpine. So Renault, so Alpine is basically owned by Renault and Renault's CEO has actually claimed something which is quite hilarious. So Renault CEO Luca Di Mio says Alpine will be the French Ferrari. And <laughs> trust me, when I just, when I, before the sh- we were recording the show, these guys just burst into laughter. They were like, What? But like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm up for discussion to this. Like, French Ferraris. <laughs> Jason, please stop. Another failure in strategy or another bad car. No, <laughs> no. What are they going to come I up did, with? No, no, no. You can't, nah. you can't put them down. Hey, come nah. on, you cannot put I'll, them I'll down. I'll put them down. I'll put them down. Um, we'll see. That's all I'm going to But leave I'm just saying, it's a big statement. It's a huge statement saying... Yeah, we're gonna be uh, the French Ferraris. Nah, bro. <laughs> I, I think you can clarify that statement, don't you think? Which Ferrari is he talking about? Any Ferrari. <laughs> which I'm sorry, which Ferrari? Sorry, yeah, yeah, which all Ferrari? the Ferraris are handcrafted. They're like the the chef's kisses. But um, it's a big statement, and if I mean, a lot of talk is cheap. Action is expensive. Right. Wow, so much statements coming in. Okay, go so on. So I think if he said something big, there must be something in the back. Or it could be just a marketing strategy to get to get people talking about the changes that's happening. So I'm pretty sure all of this, he has a script and he's thought about the script. He's not just said it out of the blue saying, well, 
it's gonna be the Ferrari of the French. Nah, bro. You can't. You can't compare Ferrari. Ferraris, as much as they are, not doing great in the grid. We which is great once like yeah but i'm just saying that these guys they know how to do they know how to build a car even the french do but i don't see a french car on the grid in the top 5 hmm you know apparently um jason's favorite guy in renault ex team boss cyril abitbol says the man yeah the man the best i'm telling you <laughs> the man that's why he's wearing a yellow because yeah. the last time you uh, love renault uh, uh, the the <laughs> the name renault was used was a yellow and black color car yeah. so he said every element that is changed potentially puts the team's spirit and culture at risk mm-hmm. so now with all the changes coming in like a driver change <clears throat> this thing like ceo team principal whosoever everything changes in so he's like it he also added like it is these two aspects in particular that are lacking in alpine team spirit and culture which he built by the way which was there when he was there at least no comments and then, <laughs> and then yeah, it could be i didn't see it could be potentially potentially could be, yeah yeah could be i mean they no, were building like, well, to, so to, to a certain extent culture in a team is like really important right because yeah. uh, you like your te- your team principal the drivers the engineers the mechanics everyone should go and sync it's not like say you do your business and i do my business yeah because at the end of the day for our formula 1 is a team sport it's not like like okay only when drivers are on the track then they are just like i'm going to mind my own business so like yeah shut up I didn't swear thank god <laughs> I was about it but like yeah that into it so curves um but like yeah uh, it's 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 a bit sad seeing what's going what's kind of spiraling around at alpine mm-hmm. but i hope i hope things kind of get sorted and say if potentially if mattia benotto manages to get the team principal with his nice italian words he can get the french guys to calm their nerves and team bonds that should be really amazing that should be i guess so i'm not again talk is cheap action is expensive okay this this guy says it as if like say so you know in uh, all these us courts if you don't if 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 you want to during a criminal case if you kind of uh, don't want to say anything and you're like okay i would want to take the fifth this guy just saying this every now uh, like okay actions what was that repeat it again talk is cheap Talk is cheap. Actions are expensive. Uh, but like, yeah, if this guy continues saying this, I gotta just move on. Like Lewis said, you know, just cash is king, baby. Cash is king. Hmm. Anyways, Pirelli uh, has actually told they're gonna come up with a super intermediate tire. So this is something which is going to kind of be between the existing intermediates and wets. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I basically read it and I didn't get a shit about this tire because it's it's really confusing super inter- uh, intermediate like what's going to be the color what's going to be the thing like I'm confused multicolor <laughs> banden qatar bro <laughs> lgbtq plus yeah, I think we should take No I'm not I, I support I support them obviously and uh 
I have no jokes against them, but I'm just this is banter. Yeah, this, this is just, this just is banter. Just banter guys. Guys. Don't take this seriously, <laughs> please. But if there was a color I could give, purple. Purple was already there. Yeah, know, yeah right? so just bring but it, it it went. It was not there because you can't see, like if, if I'm if I see like the tire from the TV, I won't be able to see if it's unless it's like bright purple. Lavender, you mean? Yeah, I think it should be neon. Yeah. Mm, interesting. That like a, like a neon orange or something. Yeah, like a neon green. Green? Yeah. Green, but we already have. We already green. have a green. No, like a neon. No, no, we don't like have. a like a bright <clears throat> green. Mm. I mean, in the rain. No, I wouldn't say like don't go for a sing a say the same color of different tone. Like rather go for a different color. No, uh, but I'm saying this is like super bright. It's like yeah, it's it's super bright. But then we already have like a green tire. Intermediates, existing intermediates are green. I know, but I'm saying like neon, like bright, like neon green. So what they could do is they could go for a mix of yellow and blue. Yeah, half bro. The, half the tire okay, yellow. Let le, let me tell you this. A mix of yellow and blue is basically called green. No. FYI. Yeah, but they're not gonna mix it. They're just gonna paint it half and half. So you have yellow and you have. Blue. No, am I am I making here like a Minions Formula One? That's a all the tires have got to be Minion colors. <laughs> See, this is what I call a Ferrari fan. <laughs> Half and half a color, and that's a Ferrari fan for you guys. They can hire me now. I would be, nah, bro. I rather just you not support you Ferrari. Would be, no, no. You would be happy. No, I'll, no, I'll, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be happy for you for sure. I'll, I'll, be, I'll be happy for you. Just like remember us. Yeah, exactly. Oh, cool right now. No, <laughs> bro, it's it's not. Ferrari not, shirts not, though. You know, not not. Ordinary tickets. They, this guy needs to give us like proper hospitality tickets. Like podcast. No, no podcast. <laughs> <or paddock. laughs> hospitality tickets. Like Ferrari in the paddock, we us. need to like speak for ten minutes for Charles Leclerc, whoever's the driver. All these stuff. Yeah, expecting too much, bro. That's what we expect too much. But then towards the end, we kind of just lower it down. Exactly. I mean, if Ferrari's here, then. Ah, uh, anyways. One, two, three, three tickets. You're touching my Lewis Hamilton wobblehead too much, man. You gotta. That is down, down. That is fifty thousand dirhams the next fifteen years, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, moving down. Um, Aston Martin. Once they come back from the season, Mm -hmm. from the break, they're actually coming on to a really pressure point season because they're just one point away from Lewis Hamilton snatching third place in the constructors. So in the drivers, five points away from Ferrari snatching. The constructors, like they are, they are basically on such a trap. It's more of like a, it's it's more of like a honey trap they are right now at. Mm-hmm. Like because both the sides they have got threat, and that's like if Ferraris get the equation right, if Fred Vizor lead manages to lead the team in such a way on the second half that Ferrari gets better gains and Jason kind of gets things sorted. Like oh, stop, stop putting your heart, bro. Jason, Jason, Jason. <laughs> yeah, uh, if, if if they get us, so if it, if they get it right, Aston Martin is going to lose its ground. Mm-hmm. It'll just be technically the fourth best team. Oh, you know, like how uh, when I I don't know where this is true. Like with with athletics, it's more of like you need to kind of conserve your energy all the way till towards the end of the lap, right? Yeah. And uh, it's and I think Aston Martin is just doing that, where uh, at the beginning they just put everything they can and got the car to kind of shoot off 
but then towards the end it's just that uh okay what's happening oh our upgrades didn't work like they got they got a good amount of eyes at the moment it's not like aston martin is just becoming like some second class team over here <clears throat> they are on the top they are on top so they are answerable a lot and i feel like their team principal is not i feel he is okay he is saying his things but i think it's time for him to kind of get up the game yep true jason i spoke about this last week didn't i on how fernando will be under pressure once he's back it's not and only about the, fernando this the, is the how entire the whole team, team yeah how the fun. whole team will be under pressure and they've been taking the wrong decisions or their strategies haven't exactly worked in the last few races which is obviously not going to help them and then luck, luck is a bit of luck is on, in their way as well so without that if they're going to go throughout the season the way they are they're going to finish fourth but if they can figure out how to bring that car back to life there's a good chance they finish third no i think summer breaks are meant for that yeah yeah of course summer breaks are meant to revise on what you have done see where you have missed out mm-hmm. look at the gaps figure it out see where the car can outstand uh also uh, it's a good way of giving the drivers a very good rest to f- give them a fresh start mm-hmm, uh, if true. they want like ricardo the first i mean he he raced okay Um, I think they should really give him some time to think about what he did and I know he'll come back stronger. For Mercedes, I think it's a I think it's a big way to sit down. I mean, take a week off, come back, have a fresh mind, sit down and see where the effing did we go wrong and why is Red Bull's car 30 seconds quicker than the whole <laughs> freaking grid? It's not only 30 seconds. Why is Red Bull 256 points ahead in constructors? That's crazy. 256 we're talking about. And what Max is 314 points in constructors. Like You know, I I don't know whether you guys have heard this where Sergio Perez's contract may be amended in such a way because at the moment it's just said that the difference between uh Sergio Perez and Max Verstappen should not exceed 125 points. If because if it exceeds 125 points, his bonuses and stuff and things all will be kind of reduced. Mm-hmm. So, uh now Sergio Perez he's he kind of had his moment his downfall a bit. Mm-hmm. But I remember he saying Fernando's same dialogue. You can see me as a frequent podium sitter. Yeah. And I'm like Hmm, hmm let's see how that's interesting yeah i've heard that as well and it's honestly it's a big statement but see he's got the car he's got the he's, car he's got the car he's got the face as well but <laughs> yeah it's a charisma that my charisma can you say it? charisma charisma can you say just charisma 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 <laughs> charisma's important okay <laughs> uh but like yeah uh, that's so Red Bull Sergio Perez I thought that guy would leave mm-hmm. after a point. Yeah. Because like yeah it's he, he himself told Max to kind of race with Max Verstappen it's not an easy deal. Mm-hmm. And Max Verstappen himself is going to make a racing team in GT3 racing. Yeah. 
Did you know that, Jason? Did you no, know that? I didn't. He's I didn't. that rich. I mean, of course <laughs> he's, he's rich. that bored in life. <laughs> no, he's like he's got that much uh, money. He's minted that much money in the past three years, uh, winning and getting bonuses, that now he can basically own a GT3 team by 2025. And I'm thinking he will not be there in the grid by 2026. No, that's just before 2026 he will be off because he got to manage. He got to be the team principal of that GT3 team. No, or potentially he himself will be one of the drivers in the GT3 team. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. He's going to leave such a high paying. He's not going to leave Formula One. Yeah. He may say it for negotiation sake, or there's rumors for negotiation sake or for more money, but there's no way he leaves that He's form. the king. A exactly. king doesn't get down of his throne unless he has to. This is not a has to situation. I will, I'll tell you this. Sebastian Vettel was the king in that same Red Bull. But have you seen Max? He, this guy... He, I'm not saying... I'm, see, I'm... I'm cause remember, he's way I too comfortable on his seat now. Yeah, I don't he's think very he'll comfortable leave. on his seat. Sebastian Vettel's seat wasn't... Like, he was also comfortable in that Red Bull. Like, trust me, he going to Ferrari itself was a big mistake. I mean it. Ferrari. No, but like jokes apart, I don't yeah. think he'll leave. Also, did you see the new like meme coming out for Max? The new upgrade on his car? No, he has, he has a Netflix like screen on the side. I know. He's, just, he's too comfortable. He's just like, yeah, I'm going to No, you know what? I, I, I I'm going to watch Drive to Survive while driving. Why not? Oh, I got to be text, uh, like video calling my girlfriend and being like, oh, what's up? Hey, baby? what's up? I'm first again. Just saying, <laughs> letting you know. It's, it's not like as if she can't, she can watch the TV and kind of figure that out. Yeah, but. but yeah. Uh, but like, yeah, I, like, I personally feel it's not this. There is a time where this thing will come. Like how Toto Wolf said, um, uh, it's not always paradise. At a point, there is sometime that downfall, which you can expect. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that gives me some hope that Red Bull will not make it to the top for the next season or the week or the season after. I hope. Fingers crossed. We got to see how this thing turns out. Anyways, you guys got anything else to add? I, I think of a few things to add. Yeah. About the break. The break is a good way of understanding and revising. I mean, we spoke about this before as well. But yeah. Summer break is not a break for the drivers. It's also a break for us. Because uh, in terms of really getting down and understanding the drivers. and Of course. Trying to see where they... Because the races are so frequent. We don't get time to like study or like read about the races because it's so back to back sometimes. So f- this for us, this is the time where we would talk about all the previous races, the drama that's happening. Exactly. As well. So, no, as in even as a matter of fact, with us creating this podcast itself, if suppose if it's a week where we have one race on Sunday and then Monday we record, and then the next Friday we're having the next uh, set of races happening. Yeah. It it's if. From an editorial end, myself, it's not. It's it's never an easy task because we're like, okay, chop, chop. it's not like we are completely dedicated to this because we have our primary life yeah. of work, <laughs> yeah, and then this is our secondary hustle, I would say, yeah, where we're kind of doing our stuff, yeah, soon to be hustle, soon to be, <laughs> soon to be hustle. <laughs> yeah, we haven't made money yet, so cheers. Yeah. But uh, yeah, honestly, this. Uh, Again, if you have any questions regarding anything, do let us know on our page. Um, you can always DM us and we'll be more than happy to help you guys understand the basics 
or Formula One. We'll be doing one show where we'll talk about the basics of the flags, uh, the chicanes, and just like, the basic yeah, just knowledge. Like, stay tuned yeah. on to our Instagram. Everything yeah. is coming in your way very yeah. soon. Like and share, honestly. Um, and like, yeah, support. That's yeah. the main, that's the biggest thing because being a upcoming podcast, one of the main things which we demand, it's not something we demand, but then it's something which we really <clears throat> want at this stage is support. Yeah. So each of you guys support our podcast and make this into one hell of a amazing um, podcast. Yeah. And like, yeah, I hope these guys still stick with us. We don't want to look like a bunch of wankers. And <laughs> 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 this, this is, I, I, if you, for you, got, you, got, you, uh, you know what, uh, when, when I'm editing this, I, I got to put that sound effect yeah. of uh, what Gunter Steiner, yeah. bunch of wonkers. Go for it. Yeah. Go for it. Honestly, if you don't know what that is, watch Drive to Survive. Drive to Survive, Drive to Survive. Um, so he says that statement. You look like a bunch of wankers. And a bunch like, of I wankers. feel this even the first episode, which may potentially land YouTube. Yeah. Because you're recording this. Yeah. Finally. I'm like, yeah, big, big shout out. I got to give a big shout out to our dear old friend Akancha over here who manages to stand un- behind the camera and just kind of monitor stuff, even yeah. though uh, it's, it's for her. It's more of like just keeping her hands crossed and just standing over there. Yeah. But like, yeah. A uh, big shout out to her, yeah. as well as to our amazing guys here at Podcast Hub. I'll like give you Italy for free. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, uh, that's all from us. Thank you so much once again for tuning on to another episode of Formula Pod. Please do like, share, and subscribe, and let us know what are your feedbacks about our podcast. And like, yeah, we, we're there across all your favorite podcast platforms, and now YouTube too. So like, yeah, you can see us too. Until next time, this is the entire crew of Formula Pod signing off. Bye-bye. Bye, guys. Bye, guys.